Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 626, Why Are We Still Working to the Clock? by Carl Pauline of carlpauline.com. And I'm Dan, I am your host, and I'm here every single day reading to you and covering the best blogs on entrepreneurship. So let's jump right into it now as we hear from Carl Pauline and optimize your life. Why Are We Still Working to the Clock? by Carl Pauline of carlpauline.com. 200 years ago, when most countries were largely agrarian societies, we woke up when the sun rose, tended to our animals and crops, did the odd jobs around our farms, and then retired when the sun disappeared at the end of the day. We did the work that needed to be done, sold the produce we grew or raised, and our work changed depending on the season we were in. We didn't have to clock in at a specific time. We did the work that needed doing when it needed doing. There was no clocking out time. When we finished our day's work, we finished and went to the pub to join our mates for a few beers and a good chat about life. Well, that's how I imagined it went. Maybe there were no pubs back in those days. Then came the industrial age. People moved to the towns to be near the factories that were paying much better money than we earned on our farms. The trade-off for that money was working to a set time. In the beginning, we worked 10 to 12 hours a shift and got paid by the hour. It was important to have a person operating the machine or cranking out those widgets round the clock, so time was important. There was no brain power needed, no creative thinking, no emails to answer. It was just you, the factory floor, and your machine or tool. As factories grew, we began working shifts. There was the early shift, the evening shift, and the night shift. Clocking in and out was the way the factory owners could calculate how many hours we had worked and how much to pay us. All our work was done at the factory, We couldn't take our work home with us, and we didn't. Once we left the factory gates, we would go straight to the pub and have a few beers with our mates before heading home. Well, that's how I like to imagine it went. Then came the office worker. The office worker wasn't paid by the hour. They were paid a salary. Okay, I know some were paid by the hour, but today that would be extremely rare. The office worker had to use their brain to make decisions about what to do with some information. If they were off sick, it didn't really matter, as they could catch up with their work when they felt better. The office worker's work could be taken home and worked on at home, and during busy periods, this is what many did. As office work complexity increased and email became the primary communication tool, many of these office workers needed to be able to communicate outside the office. For this, we got laptop computers and Blackberries, which soon became the ubiquitous smartphone. Now the office worker could work anywhere, anytime. And for most office workers, that is what they do today. Today, the need for office workers to be working to the clock seems ridiculous. 
Most are checking their emails the moment they wake up. They are replying to emails on the commute to work, and they're fielding telephone calls from their global offices at 10 p.m. The clock has become irrelevant as a way to gauge whether a worker is earning the money their company is paying them. Isn't it time our companies started to find other ways to measure whether a worker is producing enough work? Wouldn't it be nice if companies realized that project-based working is a much more efficient way to measure an employee's performance? An employee has a given number of projects to work on each quarter, and they are evaluated on whether they get those projects completed on time and with the required quality. It doesn't matter if they decide not to go into the office on a Monday, Wednesday, or Friday. What matters is that they show up to scheduled meetings on time, they reply to their emails in good time, and they deliver a completed project when the project is due. It's actually quite simple. Of course, there needs to be a cultural change and a mindset shift, but we're humans. We're very good at adapting to new ways of doing things. We've been doing it for thousands of years now. After all, we had no problems coming off the farms and moving into the factories. Companies that have adopted a project-based working system are companies that are producing amazing products and services, have highly motivated employees, and have extremely low staff turnover rates. Their staff suffer less stress, are more creative, and actually love the work they're doing. Companies like Doist, the company behind the brilliant to-do list manager, Todoist. Doist is a 100% remote company. The staff I have communicated with there are motivated and clearly love the work they are doing. Their turnover rate is very low and they get an awful lot of work done. It is time for companies to change. Stop asking employees to be in the office by 9 a.m. and stay there until 5.30 p.m. The office is not a creative place to come up with the next blockbuster product. Let your employees be free. Have trust in them to be brilliant. And if they do shirk off, fire them and employ staff who want to work for you, who want to serve your customers, and who want to be a part of something really special. We have the technology to be in constant contact. We have the tools to be incredibly creative. We do not need to be held prisoners nine to five in an office environment that generates unnecessary levels of stress, boredom, and a complete lack of creativity. Let your staff be free to be creative, energized, and full of passion. You will very quickly see the results in your performance. And really, that is what it boils down to, trust. Too many companies still do not trust their employees to do the required work. They want to supervise and micromanage, watch over their staff the full eight to 10 hours they're working. In today's digital world, that is just plain stupid. If you want highly energized, motivated staff, let them be free. Let your staff work from wherever they want, whenever they want. The increase in productivity will astound you and the creativity this simple change brings will amaze you. All it will take is you having a little trust in your employees. You just listened to the post titled, Why Are We Still Working to the Clock? by Carl Pauline of carlpauline.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit 
to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thanks to Carl, whose last name, by the way, is spelled P-U-L-L-E-I-N, and uh, I do have his website linked in this episode's description for you. Carl is a renowned productivity and time management coach who has now helped thousands of people around the world get better at managing their time and become more productive using technology they carry around with them every day. You can check out his podcast, which is called The Working With Podcast, and Carl has also written three books on productivity and time management, and he's got a couple of courses as well. They're called Time and Life Mastery and Your Digital Life. His purpose is to help people learn how to manage their time so that they can enjoy their lives and build a life they are truly proud of. He's also featured on Optimal Living Daily quite a bit as well, so you can check out that show for more and be sure to come by carlpoline.com to show your support. Uh, You can see more about him there, plus you can check out the podcast that I mentioned as well as his coaching courses, webinars, books, downloads, you name it, Carl's got it. Again, that is carlpoline.com. But that's it for another edition of Optimal Startup Daily. Hope you enjoyed this one, and I'll see you right back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.